<laughs> I hope that's not an omen. Oh, just as I wanted to open up the microphone, the garbage truck went by. <laughs> What's up with that? Lightspring Media, bringing the message of hope, love, and good news since 2004. Thanks for your support. And now, on with the show. This is Lifespring number 189. Hey, this is going to be a different sort of Lifespring. I owe you an explanation for the long absence, and it's going to take a while to do that. So, let's call this episode of Lifespring the State of Steve Address. I promise not to try to bore you. No, I promise to try not to bore you. <laughs> oh, maybe it is an omen. Oh, like some presidents do with their State of the Union addresses. And I hope that I'll even be able to inspire you with a message of hope. So, hang on. <laughs> oh, it can only get better. So what is life spring? Well, let me put it like this. Jesus said, whoever drinks the water I give him will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give him will become in him a spring of water welling up to eternal life. Remember, it doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter your age, your sex, or your station in life. Jesus said, who do you say that I am? Life springs about answering that question and the question of how and why the answer can and does affect your life this very day. What will you find here? Well, you'll find music, conversation, and reasons to believe. Wow, it has been a long time. Thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart for hanging in there with me. The last episode of Lifespring went up on, are you ready for this? April 1st, 2009. And here it is, June 18th. So many of you have written and uh, you've been asking me if everything was okay. And I honestly, again, from the bottom of my heart, thank you for your concern and for your prayers. Today's show is going to get you caught up on what has been going on. It's going to be, like I said, quite a bit different than most Lifespring episodes because I don't usually spend most of the show talking about myself. I hate talking about myself. But today I think it's appropriate, especially after such a long absence. And because so many of you cared, um, it was so heartwarming to know and to get your emails. And uh, really, really, I so appreciate it. Before we get started, though, please, I have to talk about Covenant Eyes. Now, you can fast forward, but I hope you don't, because these guys have been great. Even though I've missed all this time, they have continued to support us financially, and I don't know how many companies would have done that. So, they believe in what we're doing here at LifeSpring Media, and what we're, um, well, I, I just, I hope you'll support them. They are a class act. Um, if you have kids in the house, um, Covenant Eyes has some wonderful tools to help keep your kids safe on the internet. Please check them out at CovenantEyes.com. And when you sign up, use promo code LIFESPRING and you'll get 30 days free. So you can try before you buy and I think that's a great way to do business. When you support them, you help to support us. Go to CovenantEyes.com and use LIFESPRING when you sign up. And so I've got a song that I'm going to play for you now that is uh, really, I think, pretty uh, uh, appropriate for the time and for what's going on. And so this is a brand new song I just found today. Uh, 
The name of it is Meets You Where You Are, and the artist is Helen Yusoff. Signed up on a brand new music service today that uh, uh, 
allows podcasters and radio stations and things like that to uh, find some brand new music. I'm glad that one came through. Okay, so uh, what's been going on? On the last episode, I talked to you about perseverance, and I told you that two and a half weeks prior to the recording of that show, so much has happened since that time. Talk about perseverance. Without that, without perseverance, without my wife, and without my faith in a God who loves me, I do not think I could have survived these past 11 weeks. Seriously, that's not an exaggeration. So what happened? Well, I'm not going to give you the details because it would take 11 weeks to talk about it, but I'm going to give you an overview of the high or maybe I should say the low points. My dad's stroke was ultimately fatal. Uh, He went to the hospital and uh, uh, it it just, uh, he didn't recover. Um, He passed away just a few days after his 83rd birthday. During his several weeks of hospitalization, it became very obvious to my sister and to myself that our mom, because of her Alzheimer's, which was advancing, uh, was not going to be able to properly care for herself uh, going forward. Uh, Her Alzheimer's had progressed to the point where, in our opinion, she shouldn't be driving, she needed help taking her meds properly, and etc., During this time, she came to me and asked me to take take over her finances, saying that she just couldn't deal with paying her bills anymore. And uh, once I, you know, got a look at the paperwork and stuff, it was obvious that that was certainly true. So anyway, I agreed, obviously, to help her out. She's my mom. I love her. Well, as a part of taking over her finances, I knew that I was going to have to know how much money she had. So we had a meeting with the fellow that has been her and dad's financial advisor for years and years and years. Mom was at this meeting. My wife, the lovely lady Leanne, was there. Bob, her advisor, and myself. And during this meeting, he told us that given my mom's current rate of spending, she has about three years before the money's gone. Now, my mom is physically healthy, and the likelihood is that she will outlive her money by many years. So during that meeting, I suggested that mom come to live with us. I thought I asked Bob what he thought about that. Um, By her coming to live with us, obviously, it would help to reduce her expenses and uh, we could give her the care that she deserves. Um, Leanne's family has done this um, for at least a couple of generations that I know of. Uh, When I first married her, her grandmother was living with one of her uh, aunt and uncles and Uh, before that, there were other relatives that, you know, took care of other relatives. And and to me, that is such a cool way to do it. It's better than, you know, taking somebody and putting them in a home somewhere. Uh, They come to live with family. So anyway, the financial advisor, Bob, thought that would be a great idea. But mom, not so much. Didn't want to give up her house and uh, just couldn't get it into her Alzheimer's riddled head that that would be a good thing to do. And uh, she really put up uh, a a tremendous uh, fight, Uh, not just right there, but in, you know, a couple of weeks after that, as I would try to, uh, you know, tell her how we would do it. But I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, That meeting was the beginning of a long, painful chapter in our lives. 
my mom, as a result of listening to some outside folks, has become, and is to this day, convinced that I am out to steal from her, to sell her out, her house out from underneath her, and I suppose uh, she thinks that I'm going to have her locked up somewhere in a, some sort of a loony bin or something. I don't know. My mom has gotten two different attorneys and the elder protection services in her county to come after me. And Speaking of the trash can, can you hear him? Or the trash man, he's outside. Sorry about that. <laughs> Maybe that's appropriate. Uh, the timing. Uh, anyway... Um, so I'm being attacked on three sides. Two different attorneys and the elder care, elder protection services. Do you have, do you have that in your area? You know, there's the, the child protective services. Well, in the county where my mom lives, they have the elder protection services as well. So uh, anyway, now, despite her neurologist putting in writing that my mom is now unable to handle her finances or drive, one of her lawyers has removed me as the trustee of her living trust and stripped me of holding her power of attorney for both health and finances. I have offered to show the proof. I have offered to um, you know, provide a copy of the neurologist's notes saying these things. And no, without so much, of a, uh, without so much as a conversation or a meeting, these people have decided that I am some sort of a monster. So in essence, in a very short amount of time, I have lost my dad and my mom. I probably don't have to tell you, but this has caused a great deal of pain and anguish on my part. I've lost so many nights of sleep, I can't even tell you. I've been depressed and unable to think of much else. Huh, this is harder than I thought it was going to be. When I lay my head down at night, my last thoughts center on my mom. My dreams are invaded by this. And when I wake up, my brain is there as well. I'm just being honest here, okay? Um, you know, some people might say, well, Steve, you're a Christian, you know, you lean on God, etc. Well, yeah, I do. But I feel a little bit like <laughs> David from the Old Testament when King Saul sent his armies out against him. He was surrounded by enemies, having done nothing wrong. <clears throat> and David cried out to the Lord, at times, David was weary. Disheartened. And even angry. But his faith did not waver. And my friend, neither his mind. Just as David found that his greatest strength was not in himself... but in the Lord. And even in the midst of persecution, David wrote psalms of praise. And like that, I have sought and received solace and strength in my God and my King. 
<clears throat> Man, I didn't expect this. Let me read to you, <clears throat> excuse me, Psalm 57. David wrote this during this time in his life when Saul was after him. David writes, Have mercy on me, O God. Have mercy on me. For in you my soul takes refuge. I will take refuge in the shadow of your wings until the disaster has passed. I cry out to God Most High, to God who fulfills His purpose for me. He sends from heaven and saves me, rebuking those who hotly pursue me. And then it says Selah. And Selah is like an interlude, or it's like, think about this. Continuing. God sends His love and His faithfulness. I am in the midst of lions. I lie among ravenous beasts, men whose teeth are spears and arrows, whose tongues are sharp swords. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be all over the earth. They spread a net for my feet. I was bowed down in distress. They dug a pit in my path, but they have fallen into it themselves. Selah. My heart is steadfast, O God. My heart is steadfast. I will sing and make music. Let me stop right there. He, this is an act of will. He says, I will sing and make music. Not I feel like it, but he said, I will. And this is me speaking, and I will praise my God. David continues. Awake, my soul, awake, harp and lyre. I will awaken the dawn. I will praise you, O Lord, among the nations. I will sing of you among the peoples. For great is your love reaching to the heavens. Your faithfulness reaches to the skies. Be exalted, O God, above the heavens. Let your glory be over all the earth. And that's how David ends it. And I am so much in agreement with this psalm. And that's how I felt for the last several weeks. And there have been uh, legal wranglings back and forth and uh, nasty letters and nasty phone calls. And uh, it's been difficult. Um, I don't know how or when this sad and tragic episode in the life of my family will end. I know that I have done nothing wrong. But with lawyers and outsiders with agendas involved, the unpredictable and unjust can happen. I don't know what's going to happen tomorrow or the next day. I would appreciate your prayers. So that's my family update on the state of Steve. Oh, a postscript. Someone recently asked 
what effect this has had on my relationship with my wife. So many times, stresses like this can cause a rift between husbands and wives. We've, we've all seen that. Well, I'm happy to report that Leanne has been a wonderful support and friend through all of this. She has been a source of comfort and strength, and we are a stronger couple now than we were before, which is saying something because I think we've got the best marriage on the planet. Okay, on to the work, the state of our business. We've talked about that in the past. The economy continues to wreak havoc on virtually all businesses that are at all dependent on the auto industry, and our business is no exception. As a matter of fact, one of our clients, who is actually the oldest family-owned Buick dealership in America, received a letter, what, last week, week before, from GM. You know who that is, by the way, right? GM. Oh, you're saying General Motors? No, 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 that's Government Motors. Anyway... Their letter said that they were one of the stores that would be closed, one of the dealerships that was no longer going to be. This is an account that we've had for nearly 20 years. And uh, so, uh, you know, things continue not to go well. That's the bad news. Now, here's the good news. It's too early to say that this is a trend, but as of the 12th of this month, we had already equaled last month's sales. Now, that's not to say that business is at all generating the income that we need, but it is an encouraging sign, and sign, and we are truly thankful to God. We have another couple of Fridays left this month. You know, hopefully we'll end up looking really good by the end of the month. You say, why are, why are Fridays important, Steve? Well, business has been so bad that we have gone from having a five-day-a-week business to more like a one-day-a-week hobby, but um, we are thankful that we have anything, and uh, I'm I'm not, you know, looking a gift horse in the mouth, as they say. Now, as I, pardon the sniffs, by the way, um, I should have brought something in here to blow my nose. If I had known that I was going to get emotional like that, I would have, but I'm going to just continue right on through here. As I've told you, Leanne has been working for Macy's to help pick up the slack, and I'm happy to report that in July, she's going to be getting a promotion and a raise. We don't yet know exactly how much of a raise, but hey, anything is better than nothing, right? So another praise is due, and we give it now. Thank you, Lord. My new fledgling voiceover business is still in the red. Um, I have booked a few things, but um, I've spent more in training and producing a demo and a few other odds and ends. Um, So I've spent more doing that than I have earned, so we're in the red. Uh, We're praying that God will loosen up some opportunities in that arena very soon. And as long as I'm talking about that, listen, if you have a business or if you know someone with a business or a website or if you have any need at all for voiceover services whatsoever, I would love to have the opportunity to serve you. Um, We can work out a a rate that is agreeable to both of us and uh, you can help me out and I'll be helping you out and, you know, there you go. Um, My voiceover website is steveweb.net. If you'd like to check it out or send your business-owning friends over there to, to listen. Uh, there's some demos there, and you can sort of see what I've been up to on that front. I would also very much like to thank those of you that have been faithful in your monthly gifts to LifeSpring Media. Uh, most of you have hung in there with me, even during these weeks that I haven't done a show, and I so appreciate you and thank God for you. Uh, the economy has been hard on most of us. And please know that I pray for all of you, and especially 
for those that are struggling along with us financially. Uh, a couple have had to drop off because finances haven't been good, and um, I pray for you. Okay, so how about the state of Steve's sons? As you know, I've got three sons, and this is an area that is almost all positive. Uh, my oldest boy is getting married in early August. I think I mentioned that on the last show. Um, I will have a link on the show notes page to their wedding website if you want to take a look at uh, Matt and his uh, fiance Marina and kind of see a little bit of what's uh, going on there. I'll put that link on our show notes page at lifespringmedia.com. My middle boy just graduated. His name is Stephen. Gr- just graduated from high school. <laughs> he looked a little dicey <laughs> at some uh, periods during these uh, last four years, but uh, this past year was awesome for him. And uh, he's now an alumnus of Martin Luther King High School, class of 2009. So his parents are proud and relieved. (laughs) Uh, He's concentrating now on getting a job. And uh, in September, I believe it is, he'll be going to the local community college. The youngest, Tim, is now a sophomore at Martin Luther King High. And he just got his braces off yesterday. Seems like those braces were on there for, well, they were on there for years. I don't know how long they were, a year and a half, two years? No. Yeah, maybe two years, two and a half. I don't know. All I know is we were writing checks month after month after month after month. And uh, he got his braces off. So now what we have to do, one of his um, incisors, that's the, the the middle teeth, you know, on the top, the, the, the two middle teeth, those are incisors. You've got the... You know, the right and the left. And anyway, um, one of his incisors was knocked out when he was younger. And um, while he's been having braces on, they've had a like a little false tooth in there in within the railroad track. So you couldn't tell that there was a missing tooth. Well, now they've got uh, he's got to wear retainers and that phony tooth. They made a new phony tooth to go on the retainer so that when he's got the retainers in, you, you can't see. But of course, that's not a permanent thing. What we're going to have to do is, you know, have a an implant. You've seen those, right? Those tooth implants. They put a, they put a post right into the the bone, the jawbone, and then they affix this false tooth on that. So we need to get one of those done, but we don't have the money for it right now. So he's going to be having that false tooth on his retainer for the foreseeable future. But so that's going on. What's going on with Tim? And uh, he did really well in school this year, for the most part. I mean, you know, he's a teenage boy. So what are you going to do? Um, let's see, Father's Day is coming up this weekend, and I guess the boys are going to be taking me on a fishing trip this Saturday. That'll be a fun time, and uh, you know, whether we catch anything or not, I'm looking forward to that. I love going to do guy stuff with my sons. It just is, is so much fun. For the four web guys, we have fun. They're all great kids, and they all love the Lord, and I couldn't be a prouder dad. All right, so the state of Steve's physical health. Well, given the stress around here, what do you, <laughs> what do you think? Uh, you know, during the day I get so busy with stuff that I don't eat a lot. I'm one of these guys that come nighttime when it's time to just, you know, I, I can't do any more anymore. And after dinner, I usually come back into the office and do stuff for a while. But then, you know, after, after at a certain point, you just got to crash. And I sit there, uh, in the easy chair watching TV and then the snacks come out and that's, that's my downfall. And, uh, you know, I, I, I guess I tend to be a depression eater. And so <laughs> during the past several weeks, I've put on a few pounds. Um, I need to lose about uh, 20, 25, 
maybe more pounds. Yeah, I was so proud of myself a few years back. I, I lost like 40 pounds, and I was looking all svelte and everything. And now, geez, I hate to see pictures of myself. I just, to me, I just look like a just a fat, sloppy guy, and I don't like that at all. But yeah, that is what it is. I'm. This is. This is the, well, I'm always honest. I really, really, I, I try never to lie, but I'm being just really painfully honest today. My blood pressure is under control only because I'm taking medications. A few weeks ago, before I was taking anything for it, I went to the doctor uh, for a, and I was having a throat problem, which is okay now. It's no big deal. But anyway, they took my blood pressure and they pretty much went into panic mode. I think they thought my head was going to explode right then and there. Uh, they, I mean, they started pushing blood pressure medicine right there while I was in there in the doctor's, uh, doctor's office. But anyway, it's better now. I've not been very good at watching my diet, so my cholesterol is all out of whack. The the kind of cholesterol that should be high is low, and the part that, that should be low is high, and I, yeah, I'm a mess. Uh, I, I just need to cut out the wrong kinds of foods. I need to exercise more. I'm spending way too much time here at my computer and not nearly enough time moving. Uh, but, you know, I'm just kind of guessing that uh, you might be like that, too. <laughs> you may be the kind of person that sits behind a computer most of the time. Raise your hand if that's you. <laughs> so that's my physical health. The state of Steve's emotional health. Well, I guess we've pretty much covered that, right? Um, the whole thing with my mom has been, really, it's been worse than uh, my divorce, which was like 23 years ago. Uh, right now, this is my weakest point. And it's going to take some time before I recover, I guess. Um, that's the way it is. Um, I am so thankful for my wife and kids. They have been such a source of comfort. And uh, so let me move now to my spiritual health. My friend Kenny Metcalf has been a true inspiration to me. When I think how terrible things are, you know, I'm maybe sitting around thinking just, yeah, I can't take this. I am reminded of Kenny's story. And if you haven't listened to the interview that I did with Kenny, who was Striper's keyboard player and the guy that introduced the members of Striper to Jesus, then you need to go back and listen. Just go to kenny.lifespringmedia.com and you can listen to that. I also did some videos of the interview, which you can see at lifespring.tv or uh, YouTube. Just uh, search Lifespring and Kenny Metcalf. But in a nutshell, Kenny is a real modern-day Job and his faith in God has remained strong and true and consistent, even in the midst of tremendous physical pain. So Kenny has been a real inspiration to me. He's helped me in my spiritual health. And then my friends Dell and Kathy Brixie have also been there to lift me, and uh, I've appreciated them. Now, I've interviewed both of them as well. Kathy's story, which includes her multiple sclerosis in several bouts with various cancers, can be heard at kathy.lifespringmedia.com. And Kathy spells her Kathy, K-A-T-H-I. And then Dell's story, where he talks a bit about his bout with cancer, is at Dell, as in Del Taco, D-E-L, Dell.lifespringmedia.com. Uh, married couple, they've been my friends forever, and they've really been through it. And... Uh, Dell is important to me and his wife, I just love her. So um, he and Kathy have prayed for me and stayed in touch throughout this entire ordeal. And I am so grateful to God for them. 
My church family has prayed for us, and we appreciate them. Uh, Some of you have written and expressed your concern that you haven't heard from me, and I'm going to share some of those emails a little bit later. And you've told me that you were praying, even though you didn't know exactly what to pray for. You have no idea how much you have lifted me when you did that, and I thank you. I've had some very intense and wonderful quiet times with God during these weeks. He has been my rock and my strength and my God. He has spoken to me through his word and he has affirmed his love for me. God and I are doing well. My faith in him has not wavered one bit. I know that he will see me through no matter what. I don't know what is on the other side of this valley, but I know that he is with me, that he will never leave me nor forsake me, and that he is using this to conform me to be more like him. You know, I was recently watching an episode of American Chopper. Yeah, I know it's stupid, but I, you know, I'm a biker. I like bikes. You know, that's the show about Paul Sr. and Paul Jr. and Mikey and, you know, they're in the business of making custom motorcycles. You've seen that probably. In the episode that I was recently watching, they had just bought this great big new machine, a press. This thing was so powerful. It weighed a lot. As a matter of fact, it weighed so much it broke the um, the asphalt out in their parking lot. And I mean, it's huge. But... This machine is meant to press sheet metal into various shapes, depending on the die or the form that is put into the machine. Well, in the episode that I saw, they used it to make parts for a gas tank, the sides of this gas tank. And this press uses literally tons of pressure to make sheet metal conform to the shape of the die. Tons. But get this, even when the press is done with its job, When the sheet metal comes out of the press and the shape is perfectly stamped into shape, the edges of the sheet metal need to be trimmed off. You see, the sheet metal goes in as a square or a rectangle, but the shape of the part it is to become is not a square or a rectangle. So everything that is not part of the desired part has to be trimmed, either by cutting it with a shear or a torch, And then the final shaping is done by a grinding wheel. And only after the tremendous pressure, only after the trimming, only after the grinding, is the new part suited for use. Well, God has had me in the press, my friends. The pressure has been intense, but he will not put more on me than I can bear. He's promised that. And he knows me better than I know myself. (laughs) I'm surprised sometimes by his faith in me. But I know that his love for me is perfect. So I can endure. I can go on. And I will become what he wants me to be. The Bible says that he will complete the work that he has begun in us. And I lean on that promise. I continue to praise him. He never changes. He is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is faithful. He is righteous. He is just. And he is merciful. His sacrifice on the cross was sufficient, and his resurrection proved his ability and his deity. 
He is my God, and I am his child. And I am forever grateful to him. Wob has been around for a long time. He's been in uh, podcasting uh, as far as uh, providing good music for us podcasters since the opening days of podcasting. He was one of the first artists that I ever played on the, on the Lifespring show. Used to live in Phoenix, and now he's moved uh, back east somewhere. Forgotten where he moved, but uh, he's a good friend of the show. And so that's Giver with Waba, and it uh, tells very well who God is. Just uh, recently got this email. It says, hi, Steve. We just posted an article called 100 Best Spirituality Blogs, and she gives a link. I thought I'd bring it to your attention in case you think your readers would find it interesting. I'm happy to let you know that your site has been included in this list. Either way, thanks for your time. So, um, yeah, there's, uh, I think the show is number 89 out of the top 100 best spirituality blogs. And they do note on there that uh, Lifespring was one of the first Christian podcasts. Well, it 
was the first one. Well, yeah, I guess it depends on how you um, define it. There were other Christian podcasts, like four or five other ones, but they were repurposed sermons. Uh, Lifespring was the very first all podcast podcast, but that's okay. I'll have a link to the 100 best spirituality blogs uh, on the show notes page at lifespringmedia.com. So anyway, that's from Suzanne Smith. And um, yeah, that that is an honor though, isn't it? So uh, praise God for that. This is uh, an email that I got from a friend of mine by the name of Mark. I've known Mark actually longer than I've known uh, Del Brixie. The following is the philosophy of Charles Schultz, the creator of the Peanuts comic strip. There are six things here that say, well, one of them says, name the five wealthiest people in the world. Number two, name the last five Heisman Trophy winners. How you doing on that? Name the last five winners of the Miss America pageant. Name 10 people who have won the Nobel or Pulitzer Prize. Name the last half dozen Academy Award winners for Best Actor and Actress. Can you do that? You know, I I get almost a zero on all of these. And then lastly, name the last decade's worth of World Series winners. How'd you do? (laughs) The point is, none of us remember the headliners of yesterday. These are no second-rate achievers. These were number one in their fields. They're the best. But the applause dies. Awards tarnish. Achievements are forgotten. Accolades and certificates are buried with their owners. Well, so here's another quiz. See how you do on this one. List a few teachers who aided your journey through high school or through school. Oh, man, that's easy, huh? I can think of uh, three or four right off the top of my head without even trying. Teachers that made a difference in my life. Name three friends who have helped you through a difficult time. (laughs) You already know some of mine, don't you? How about yours? Name five people who have taught you something worthwhile. Again, easy, isn't it? Next, think of a few people who have made you feel appreciated and special. (laughs) I told you about some of them today, too. Think of five people you enjoy spending time with. Easy, easy, easy stuff. The lesson? The people who make a difference in your life are not the ones with the most credentials, the most money, or the most rewards. They're simply the ones that care the most. (sighs) And speaking of that, let me share a few of the emails that have come in over the last few weeks. Hi, Steve. Just a quick note to say I'm really appreciating the Family Bible podcast. Our church is currently halfway through a 40 Days of Purpose study using Rick Warren's book, A Purpose Driven Life which I can thoroughly recommend, he says, and and me too. And he continues, and this has spurred me into subscribing to the podcast. One of the pieces of advice from Rick Warren that has really struck home is how vital it is to keep consuming God's Word. And the Family Bible Podcast is a very useful tool in enabling me to do just that. Of course, podcasts are not suitable for everyone, and nothing beats sitting down with your Bible and meditating on what you're reading, but I just wanted to encourage you with what a good job you're doing. 
All the best, Richard. So Richard is one that has lifted me up recently. So thank you, Richard. And then there's uh, on Twitter, uh, Don from Canada. Hey, Don, how's it going, buddy? I had tweeted that I was struggling with an issue with my mom and Alzheimer's. And Don tweeted to me, he said, I have a relative who has Alzheimer's. Um, This weekend I learned that my first high school principal also has Alzheimer's. It sucks. I still pray for you, he says. Thank you, Don. And then Facebook, Emery. The subject line was, thinking about you, brother, and love you. Emery says, there was something about your voice, your honesty and transparency that made me want to listen to you. You have something to say. God has given you a voice. Looking forward each time. Obstacles are both evidence, he continues, obstacles are both evidence that John 10.10 is true and that you have what it takes to persevere. There is a lot at stake. I don't know how God will work it out, only that he will. So the word for today is cooperate. It is our best move. We are the soil. We stay moist and warm and soft, and his seed germinates deep within us, and the harvest will be beyond our wildest expectations, but not his. It was his plan from before time. Thank you, Emery. So true. And then Jeff writes an email. Steve, I know you've been going through some tough situations lately, and I was wondering how you were. Praying for you and your family. Take care. And there were others. These are just a few. And I want each of you guys to know how much you have meant to me over these last few weeks. (sighs) Good stuff. I appreciate your emails. And by the way, um, well, I'll tell you at the end of the show how you can reach me through these different things, Facebook and Twitter and stuff. But let's have a little bit of fun. So many of us have have seen these things that kids in Sunday school write. Here's a few of them. This one says, in the first book of the Bible, Guinness... God tired of creating the world, so he took the Sabbath off. Evidently, they have some Guinness, I guess. I don't know. Uh, This one says, Lot's wife was a pillar of salt during the day, but a ball of fire during the night. (laughs) Samson was a strong man who let himself be led astray by a Jezebel like Delilah. (laughs) Don't you love that? Uh, Let's see. Samson slayed the Philistines with the axe of the apostles. A-X-E, with the Acts of the Apostles. Uh, Next, Moses led the Jews to the Red Sea, where they made unleavened bread, which is bread without any ingredients. Uh, That would be a miracle, wouldn't it? Uh, The Egyptians were drowned in the desert. Afterwards, Moses went up to Mount Sinai to get the Ten Commandments. The first commandments was when Eve told Adam to eat the apple. (laughs) You didn't know that, did you? The seventh commandment is thou shalt not admit adultery. (laughs) And two more. Moses died before he ever reached Canada. Then Joshua led the Hebrews in the battle of Jericho. (laughs) Oh, Don, did you know that? Yeah, Moses went to Canada. No, he died before he ever reached Canada. And then the last one. The greatest miracle in the Bible 
is when Joshua told his son to stand still, and he obeyed him. <laughs> uh, so that about does it for today, my friends. Thank you so very much for being here. If you know somebody who has given up on Life Spring, <laughs> tell them we're still here. Tell them to come on back and take a listen. You can comment on the show on the show notes page at lifespringmedia.com. Uh, I would love it if you would post a review on iTunes. You can write to me at steve at lifespringmedia.com. You can follow me at twitter.com slash lifespring. You can write on my wall at facebook.com slash steve.web. And, well, <laughs> I'm all over the social media landscape. Just search around. I haven't been active too much lately, but that is about to change. Oh, and you can call and leave a voice comment toll-free at 877-433-9091. Hey, please, support Covenant Eyes. Those guys are so awesome. Tell them how much you appreciate their support of LifeSpring. Just go to CovenantEyes.com, sign up, and use the promo code LifeSpring, and you'll get that 30 days free. Absolutely free. How can you beat that? Well, until next time, which will be sooner rather than later, I'm Steve Webb. May God bless you richly. LifeSpring Media, bringing the message of hope, love, and good news since 2004.